millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to Weather Insider for Tuesday, November 9th. Meteorologist Bernie Reno along with meteorologist Jessica Passion. Before we get to the weather, I understand that um, Team Pash took it on the chin this uh, weekend in fantasy football, it's been, which it's seems been to be a common theme. Yes. Yeah. Weekend, week out. Yeah, yeah. This season is just, it's not my year, but no. you know, we'll look forward to next year. I said, we'll look forward to this week. Maybe it was a get right week for me, but it was not. And I feel like I did even worse this week than I did last week. So, you know, we'll just throw the whole season away and we'll try to get next year. Meanwhile, big Bernie has, uh, is now still undefeated. We, um, we, we did not score a lot of points, but the important thing is neither did my opponent. So we are still undefeated 9-0. and I know the Dolphins are getting worried. They have not been able to. The 72 Dolphins are uh, are, are worried about the unbeaten <laughs> streak that uh, I am under. So uh, Mercury Morris, Larry Zonka, if you're listening, I'm coming after you. All right. Uh, weather-wise, though, you got to smile if you live in the East, Jessica. I know it is so beautiful outside. I was just saying, Bernie, your shift is basically over. You said yeah. you're not going to get a chance to get outdoors no, and I enjoy won't. it much today. No. But I said it's so beautiful outside and I have to, you know, spend the day working. Inside. Well, the good news is you'll be in the studio and not see any sunlight anyway. So as yes. far as you're concerned, <laughs> it's cloudy and it's damp and it's chilly, but it, it, it is absolutely Fantastic. The only question I'm trying to ponder is, will I have to cut the grass yet again one more time before the season is over? That is the big question. Justin Pavic and I, we were talking about that all Mm -hmm. morning. My suspicion is, is one more. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember just last week we were talking about, you know, will we get that warm up again? Will we see another summer like day here across the Northeast or across the Southeast? And we're talking about that one system that just yeah. might dig in the West. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. And that's why yeah. we see that bridging pattern here in the East. And listen, I'll take it as long as we can have it. Yeah. It and you know, beautiful. It, it, it absolutely does. You know, chilly mornings, although it's not as mm-hmm. cold as what we had over the weekend. But, you know, the sunshine, light winds, it feels fantastic. Let's talk about that system. Then Jess uh, coming into the central part of the country, it, it came across California and the Northwest over the last 24 hours. Another soaking rain in Northern California. I mean, this is exactly what we need. Now, it wasn't flooding rains, mm-hmm. but, you know, at some locations, half inch to an inch in the Bay uh, in the Bay Area across northern parts of uh, uh, California, around Crescent City, around Ukiah, around Redding, some spots between one to two inches of rain. We had snow in the Siskiyous. We had snow in the Sierra. We're a long way away. But this is the way we can whittle down that drought. Just continue to bring in the storms. And also in the Northwest, we had slippery travel across um, uh, the uh, Washington and Oregon Cascades here this morning, snowing down in Snoqualmie Pass, about 3,000 feet. But this is the storm, Jess. This energy then pushes in the Plains and the Midwest tomorrow. 
That's right. And it's been pretty mild there, too, across North Central and the Midwest. And things are going to change there quite dramatically over the next couple of days. I think today is still a pretty nice day. High pressure kind of just sitting there briefly before all things begin to change as we head into tomorrow with rain that is eventually going to transition to snow on the back end as that system pulls north and you get all that colder air coming in out of Canada on the back end. Mm -hmm. And boy, it is going to produce a good amount of snow. Now, of course, the highest totals are going to be up in Canada, but Mm -hmm. still across northern Minnesota, maybe half a foot of snow. Yeah. And, And for some locations like Minneapolis, Bismarck, Fargo, Grand Forks, their first snowfall of the season. A lot Mm -hmm. of these areas, uh, Bismarck, for example, their first measurable snowfall, what's measurable snowfall? Uh, One one hundredth of an inch of snow is their first measurable. They haven't had that yet. Uh, They usually have that by October 26th. Uh, They usually have that in Minneapolis by November 2nd. So they'll get it. I think it's a coating to an inch or two around Minneapolis. I think Bismarck uh, an inch or two. But as you said, Jess, it's across northern parts of Minnesota that we can pick up uh, several inches of snow. But more importantly, and you mentioned something that I think is important, Jess, I'm giving you props for this. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the Canadian prairies. Cities like Winnipeg are going to get, they, they can get a foot of snow. And if you were translating that to centimeters, that would be 30 centimeters of snow. Uh, but once you start laying the snow down in the Canadian prairies, then as cold air masses start to come down across uh, from Canada in the north in the northern U.S., that snow cover can intensify the cold. And this is basically how winter begins. First, you get the snowfall down in the in the Canadian prairies. Then these air masses come across it. They can intensify or they don't moderate. Of course, you still have the warm lakes, but that's how you start getting lake effect snow. And I think we're starting to finally see the ingredients coming together for winter to start finally arriving or uh, making it feel more like fall, I should say, across the Midwest and the Northeast as we move forward. Yeah, it looks like it's a little bit late by, you know, those average standards, maybe a week or two or even three delayed, but it is coming. And I would say it's coming with a fury, especially with the winds Yeah, as we headed to Thursday night and Friday there across the northern plains. We're talking about wind gusts 30 to 50 miles per hour at times. And that is going to create for some tricky travel along some of the interstates there. So it's going to be a dangerous couple of days here between the rain, the snow and the wind. I mean, you have everything with this system. Yeah, it's a typical, you know what? We see this in the spring and then we see it in the fall, these storms that have a variety of weather. And by the way, that will then end the beautiful weather for the Northeast. That mm-hmm. front arrives Thursday into Friday. Meanwhile, Jess, we have an atmospheric river on the way. That is right. And we have been talking about how each of these systems that's coming into the Northwest, it's going to be a little bit warmer than the one that's been before. So while we did see those snow levels fall down to past level with our last system, it doesn't look like that's going to happen here with either one of the next two that are going to be coming in here. It just looks like it's going to be too warm and Mm -hmm. the snow levels are going to be significantly higher than what we've seen recently. Yeah. And when we talk about atmospheric river, what are we talking about? Well, it's a river in the atmosphere. It's a very narrow band of moisture, usually coming within the tropics. And you see it in the Atlantic and you see it in the Pacific. But this river, it's very narrow and it could span. Imagine a river that runs from Los Angeles to New York City. 
And mm. uh, just imagine that's the length that we're talking thousands of miles. And when you get that, you can get some heavy rain. Now, it's usually in a narrow corridor, and it looks as though this atmospheric river is pointed up in the western Washington Thursday and the Friday. And we're concerned about heavy rain. Now, it's probably north of Portland. It could include Seattle. It certainly is going to, I think, include western parts of Washington. But this is when you can get flooding rain. We're concerned about that Thursday in the Friday. And as Jess mentioned, these atmospheric rivers, since they're, uh, the moisture is originating from the tropics, they're usually warm storms. So snow levels will go sky high in the Washington and Oregon Cascades. And sometimes in the middle of winter, these can cause problems because not not only do you have the rain, but with high snow levels, a mild air, you get melting snow. So we're going to keep an eye on that. Uh, it looks like it's a very small area, but look out for that as we get into Washington. Again, that'll be Thursday in the Friday. So just lots of changes across the country. Uh, the weather map will not look anything uh, like it did. Uh, the weather map late this week will look nothing like it did when we started out the week. That's right. And I was talking about that a lot this weekend and even yesterday. It's such a calm day, especially yesterday, I would say yeah. more so than today. But you looked across the country on the radar and there really wasn't much to point out. You had that one week front across the North Central, but elsewhere it was quiet. It was dry. I would say basically the eastern two thirds or so of the country were above average from a temperature perspective. But it was really nice the last couple of days. But, you know, this time of year. The nice and quiet patterns never seem to last for more than, say, a couple of days. Yeah. If that. Uh, and lastly, but not leastly, if that makes any sense, <laughs> um, tropics are dead. I think we're done with the hurricane season. I really do. Oh, we're, now that you said that. <laughs> well, we'll keep an eye on it, but there's too much wind shear. And shear has been the dominant feature in the Atlantic Basin since really the end of September. If you think about it, there we haven't had anything come close to threatening the United States, I think, since mid-September. We had one storm in late September. That was Victor. Then we didn't have another storm until October 31st. Uh, that was Wanda. So we had a month in between where there was no storms, no tropical activity. And when you look in the Atlantic, all you have to do, go to AccuWeather.com and look at the water vapor loop in the Atlantic Basin. You know what you're going to see? Dry air. Know what else you're going to see? Wind shear. And, you know, this time of the year, you look for development in the Caribbean and in the Southwest Atlantic because you can get fronts that stall down there. You can get upper level lows. But the atmosphere is so uh, um, in his uh, so um, uh, unfavorable for development. I, I think we're done now. We still have a couple of weeks. We'll see. But it was a heck of a season, but it's 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 a little I wouldn't say it's rare, but I think it's unusual to get so much activity in August and September. And then it's like a faucet. It's shut off yeah. and there hasn't been anything since. Yeah, but listen, I don't think anybody is complaining no. that things ended a little bit earlier than maybe in previous years or than even what is usual. So hopefully we can have another, you know, quiet end to next season and hopefully it won't be quite as busy as both this season and last season. No, I've, we've had years where we, where we went right from a busy hurricane season. I think it was 2005, right to snow and ice. It, mm. There was no transition zone. One ended, one started. And so I am not complaining either. All right, make sure you download the AccuWeather app, free download on your mobile device. Don't forget Minicast, minute-by-minute weather for your exact location. We'll let you know when the rain's going to start, stop, get heavy, and get light. And tomorrow, 
Jess and I are going to look more at that snow. We're going to get look more at that atmospheric river, and we will try to enjoy one more day in the eastern U.S. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. For the latest in breaking weather news, be sure to follow Bernie Reno on Twitter at AccuRaino. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and review all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.